0: I don't know about you guys, but I like Mother's Day. My brother and I had this game in our house. I don't know whether you guys do the same thing. Who rang their mum this morning? On, put your hand up. Put it really high if you rang your mum. Yep, great. Who, who rang her at 6 o'clock in the morning? The, that's the best time to ring, right? I, Jamie and I had this game where we've got to ring early to see who wins. And so it's getting real awkward on Father's Day because we ring earlier and earlier, but mum, we'd sort of waited till 6 o'clock. And first question I ask is not Happy Mother's Day or, gee, Mum, I love you. First question I ask is, did I win? (laughs) And Mum says, yes. I just want to let everybody know that I actually beat Jamie this morning, so that was kind of (laughs) cool. And uh, so, yep, thanks, Jamie. Thanks for letting me win. You know. And and then if you're wondering, so my daughter came into bed last night. She lays down next to me. She gave me a cuddle and and she says, did you get your mum? I said, what did you get your mum? She tells me. And then she says to me, did you get your mum anything? I said, absolutely, of course I did. Uh, By the way, for those who perhaps don't know me really well, uh, small disclaimer, gifts don't rank highly in our house unless I'm receiving them. And so so we don't really do a lot on Mother's Day. And and by the time you get to Mother's Day, my parents are, are quite you know okay with themselves and so it kind of goes like this a- anything that they want they've already bought and anything that they haven't bought I can't afford so you know it's kind of like that so anyway she says what did you get your mum and I said well you know how your mum your nan lost her electric bike and she went yeah and I said that was really sad wasn't it I said yeah I said so Jamie and I went halves and we we bought mum a new bike and she's like really I'm like of course darling we love your nan you know and, and she said, well, what sort of bike? I said, we got her a Trek. We didn't get her rubbish. Like, we got her a Trek. I'm just going to ask for that picture to go up if I can. We we bought her a Trek mount, a Trek push bike with the handlebars on it and the, the comfy seat on it and everything like that. It was, it was really cool. And, and so Dad said, look, I've already gone out and I've bought your, your mum a bike for you. You know, you guys can just go halves and pay me back. And we're like, of course, Dad. Anything for mum, anything at all. How much was it? He said, $10 from the oppie, So you owe me five and Jamie owes me five. I'm like, yeah. Yes, that's my gift to mum. Um, so I spared no expense. So I rang mum this morning and I said, Mum, did you get that other gift that I sent in the mail? And she went, No, it hasn't come up. I said, Well, pff, must be Australia Post. They've probably lost it again. They do that every year. So, um. <laughs> okay, moving on. All right, Rachel asked mum this morning. She goes in, she says, Mum, what's it like to have the best daughter in the whole world? And mum went, I don't know, you'd have to ask my mum. <laughs> I I always love the way kids talk to mums. Have you ever seen that? Mum, I'm hungry. Mum, can I have something to drink? Mum, I'm cold. Mum, I'm hot. Mum, have you got more blankets for me? Mum, 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 mum. And then to the dads, you know, isn't that cool? Dad. And you, yes, yes. Where's mum? Oh, right. (laughs) But uh, wise men have long recognised the role of mothers in society. William Rice Wallace, businessman and billionaire, stated, the hand that rocks a cradle... Rules the world. CCA Stewart said, Men may build cities and railroad, they span rivers and tunnel mountains, but mothers are the builders of civilizations. My mum used to say, Educate a man and you have an educated man, but educate a woman and you have an educated family. I mean, there is something special about women, and this morning I want to talk to you about that, but I actually want to expand on it a little bit. The message title this morning is Don't Miss the Tap. That I really want you to hear that this morning. I want you to let that settle in your spirits. I believe God woke me up the other morning with this message. Don't miss the tap. Tune in to the tap. In fact, turn to your neighbor and say, tune in to the tap. So because I think one of the things that we can do as... Uh, can I just... Um, wow, this is going to get awkward. I was going to say... I've got to complete my sentence. I went, one of the things that we can do as mums, and then I realised what I was actually saying halfway through that sentence, and then I thought, well, let's just talk about, no, I can't do that either, so I'm trying to get my head around this topic. Can I just identify with you ladies for a little bit and go, you know, one of the things we can do as mums, I wish Elise was speaking this, it would sound so much better and would look more professional. But one of the things we can do as mums is get a little bit busy, can't we? One of the things we can do as mums is get distracted by all of the busyness. And one of the things we can do with, as mums is we get so tuned in to everything else and we forget to hear the voice of God. And I want to say to you this morning, tune in to the tap that comes from God and God alone. And that's kind of where the message is going to go. I'm going to give you a story. It goes right back to when they had the fantastic telegram. When the telegram communication was the fastest and most impressive communication over long distance, a young woman applied for the job as a Morse code operator. Answering an ad in the paper, she went to the office address that was listed. And when she arrived, she entered a large busy office filled with noise and clatter, including the sounds of the telegraph in the background, a sign on the receptionist counter, instructed job applicants to fill out a form and wait until they were summoned to the enter the inner office. She went to the desk, taking it all in as she went and picking up on the subtle cues, as women so often do. But as she approached a receptionist's desk, she did something incredibly different. She crossed the room to the inner door and walked straight into the manager's office. Naturally, the other male applicants in the room perked up and looked at each other and and they they just assumed perhaps that's the daughter of the boss, perhaps that was just another secretary, we we don't really know who she was and shortly thereafter, the lady walked out with the boss and, and the boss simply dismissed all the other gentlemen and said, you guys can go home right now, the job has been filled. Well, grumbling to one another and looking at each other very confused, one of them spoke up and said, how is that even possible? You know, how has that even happened that she would go straight in, bypass all the cues? Our applications have been sitting on the table for hours waiting for you to come and interview us and she walks straight into your office and gets a job and the boss turned to him and said, there was a code being tapped out the whole time you were sitting here that said... If you recognize this code, please come into the office. The job is yours. She heard the tap. As I was thinking about this through the week, I thought how often it is that we miss the tap. We go about life so busy. We walk into filled offices filled with clutter and clatter. And I thought about how often in ladies' lives, and I'm using ladies in particular because I think ladies can get so caught up in the busyness of life that they miss the tap. And I get the feeling that God wants to talk to you this morning about hearing the tap. I get the feeling that God wants to remind you this morning that he is talking to you all the time in a code that only you can understand. I get the feeling this morning that as we were talking, we've got to tune in to the taps. And my message for you is don't ignore your superpower. Your superpower doesn't come from your ability to cook. Thank goodness for that, Jamie said. Your superpower doesn't come from your ability to clean, which is really cool. Do you know where your superpower comes from? It comes from your ability to tune in and hear from God. It comes from your ability to tune in and hear what God wants to say in that moment. Amongst the busyness and the confusion and the chaos of life, I believe he wants to talk to you. I believe he wants to. Let you hear the tap that can communicate truth to you no matter what else is going on. I want to read to you this morning from two lovely ladies found in the Gospel of Luke. Luke chapter 10, verse 38. And we read the story of Mary and Martha, or Martha and Mary. It says, Now it happened, as they went, he entered a certain village. And a certain woman named Martha welcomed him into her house. And she had a sister called Mary who also sat at Jesus' feet and heard his word. But Martha was distracted with much serving. And she approached him and said, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to serve alone? Therefore, tell her to help me. And Jesus answered and said to her, Martha, Martha, you are worried and troubled about many things. But there is one thing that is needed. And Mary has chosen the good part. That will not be taken away from her. Martha, Martha, you are distracted and worried and troubled about many things. And Mary has chosen the good part, which will not be taken away from her. I want to say to you this morning, Martha and Mary, I believe, heard the same tap. Just one answer, the call to sit at Jesus' feet. I believe in the midst of all the serving, you can tune in to the tap or you can tune in to the busyness of life. I think that sometimes we go through and we tune in to other people's expectations. They expect to me to serve them a meal. They expect my house to be clean. They expect my windows to be washed. They expect this and they expect that. But one thing, everyone say one thing. One thing is needed. Tune into the tap. I believe Jesus tapping out that Morse code message for each and every person, not just ladies, but I feel like ladies need to hear this this morning. I don't want to give you a message of more things to do and you've got to pray more and you've got to do this more and you've got to speak more. And I want to tell you to stop and to slow down and to tune in to the tap. I want to tell you to stop and to slow down and to learn to listen. And tune in to the tap because it's the tap that changes your life. It's the tap that gives you a word in season to change the lives of those around you. It's that tap in the midst of all your business, in all the things that you have to do, and all the things that you feel the expectation. How many people feel the expectation and the weight of the world on their shoulders? How many people when visitors come to their door feel like, oh my gosh, I've got to serve them and they're going to expect this and they're going to expect that and they need to get a hot meal and I can't just give them leftovers and I've got to do this and I've got to do that and all of those weights and all of those expectations and all of those pressures and that's a picture I get of the Martha and Mary and they turn to the door and Jesus turns up with 12 of his disciples and there's all of these pressures and expectations in society going on and Mary chooses to go and sit at his feet. Mary chooses to listen to the tap and to go and sit at his feet. Can I tell you about Moses' mother? You heard of Moses, don't you? And Moses' mother is there and I believe she heard a tap. How do you know she heard a tap, Phil? Because no mother ever puts their baby in a basket and floats it down the river without God speaking to them. No mother looks at their newborn infant and goes, you know what a great idea would be today? Let's just put him in the basket and float him on down the river, see what happens. That's the tap of God that changes the world. That's a mum that tunes into the tap and in all the busyness and all the preparations and perhaps all the bricks and all the slavery she had to endure, she hears a tap that says if you put this child in a basket and float him down the river, he will change the world. Mothers change the world because they learn to tune in to the tap. Mothers get to speak into the lives of their children because they learn to pull back and tune in to the, everyone say it with me, come on, the tap, everyone say tune in in. to the tap. I only have these two words today, tune in in. to the tap and I also can't count, just thought I'd tell you that too, tune in to the tap, your secret superpower, (laughs) your secret superpower comes from tuning in to the tap. I, I love the illustration. I thought so many mums are kind of like the Superman, you, you know. but they're always a the Clark Kent version. They don't run around with the super capes on. They don't run around with the undies on the outside. And if you have one of those mums, then as Jamie said, we've got an ice presentation later and you can come and, you know, this But but I want to say that mums are always like the Clark Kent. When you look at a mum you don't see anything supernaturally special. She's not running around with the red undies. She doesn't have the bat mask on. We are moving on from that part of this conversation fast, okay. She just looks normal but when they tune into the tap there is a supernatural ability that comes on them. There's this lady called Martha and Mary and one of them heard the tap to come and spend time at the feet of Jesus. Can I tell you about the other lady, Martha? The other time when she walks around and she tunes into a tap and she takes an alabaster box and she goes and lays it and breaks it open and pours it over him what was she doing she was tuning in to the tap she was tuning in to something god wanted to do and i reckon we could go across this area this morning this congregation we could talk about to the ladies and to the gentlemen but we, i want to talk to ladies today how many times have you heard that tap my wife was talking to me this morning. I said, Bob, I want to make sure I'm right. She goes, you know, the amount of times I find myself in chaplaincy, and I've got my chaplain room, but I find myself prompted. Can we say prompted? Maybe that's a word that people will have more resilient, more um, recognition of. Prompted to go down to a different area of the school. And when I go down there, all of a sudden I find a teacher who's in need of help. All of a sudden I find a teacher who wants me to take one of those students at that exact moment. Maybe not the student that I'm normally looking after, but somebody else. How many people have heard that tap? How many people find themselves tuning in to that tap more and more? And that's what I want to say to you this morning. Tune into the tap. Learn to take that time. What does it look like to tune into the tap? It looks like pulling back from the business of serving. It looks like pulling back sometimes from people's expectations and learning to sit at the feet of Jesus. It looks like sometimes having to let other people down so that you can lift Jesus up. That's what it looks like to tune into the tap. I want to ask you, where have you tuned into the tap recently? What is it that you're living up to that you don't need to be living up to? What is the weight that you've got upon your shoulders that you don't need to be carrying anymore. Church, can we take a minute and learn to tune into the tap? What is it God's speaking to you about this morning? What's the tapping out? And can I say it in Morse code, the tapping out in Morse code that nobody else can hear? Just you, just him, just that secret, quiet relationship, just you and him. I'm going to actually ask the worship team to come back, and we're just going to play for a while this morning if we can. Because this morning, really, what I want to do is I don't want to rush, I don't want to speak quickly. I want to actually get everyone to just prayerfully consider the tap that Christ is tapping out in your life. The times where He's calling you and drawing you closer to Himself. For some of you, you've heard the tap and I believe that some of you perhaps have heard that tap to lay something down, that tap to sow something, that tap to give something up, that tap to just sit quietly at his feet and you're still so pressured by everybody else's expectations. So this morning I'm going to ask the worship team to sing and I'm going to give you time to just sit and reflect and listen to what the Spirit of God would say to you. Just take that time. God saying to you this morning for some of you I'm going to open up the altar I'm going to ask I'd love an opportunity just to pray with you Jamie will come we'll just pray I'd love the opportunity to just lay hands on you and ask God to help you tune into the tap to tune into that sacred moment where he tells you to sit at his feet and be still to stop worrying about what everybody else wants and what everybody else needs to have done and learn to just sit and tune into the tap guys I've sprung this on them so they don't know that I'm going to do this so we're just going to let them play while they play I'd like to just pray with you and I don't want this to be a day where Phil speaks I want it to be the day that the spirit of God speaks to you think this service is going to be different to any other Mother's Day service we've had because I want people to tune in to the tap what is God saying to you this morning what's he speaking to you about this morning perhaps that tap is a tap to come and spend time with him perhaps that tap is a tap to lay something in the reeds and to just let it go and to trust that God's got that special baby in his hand. Perhaps that tap is a tap to come and worship at the altar and just break open the alabaster box and to say, Jesus, thank you for all you've done and for who you are in my life. God, I want to just praise you and worship you this morning. I'm just that's you this morning, would you just stand? Why don't we stand to our feet? Right across this place, let's just stand. God, we want to slow down this morning. It's Mother's Day. We're not rushing. God, we want to slow down. We want to spend time in your presence. Thank you so much for joining us this morning. We hope you enjoyed the service. We are praying for you and we will see you next week.